What's up, boys? How you doing, Tooth? You having a good night? What's up, boys? What's up, boys? Well, if you guys are here from TikTok, uh, this is uh, James, also known as Jimmy Hot Takes on TikTok. Uh, for the purpose of the podcast, since there is two Jameses, you will hear to me referred to as both James and or Tooth. <laughs> and uh, like he said, from TikTok, my name is Jimmy the Loop Sports on TikTok. You could refer to me as James for the podcast pur- purposes. Man, talking is tough. <laughs> and I am Joe. And on TikTok, I am Bad Mojo Jojo. So let's get into this. Tooth, what do you got for us? Uh, let's just jump into the NBA Finals. Uh, game one was, well, I guess two nights ago because I'm in the future. Um, should uh, the Warriors be scared, be worried? Uh, you know, I'm not going to have too good of an answer on that one because, honestly, I was watching the Avs game during it, so I just saw a lot of stats and headlines. Um, but from what I read and saw, I feel like it might be a slight cause for concern. Um, I will, really wouldn't be too worried yet after one game. You know, going down 1-0 is, isn't too concerning as long as they, they bounce back, you know. My take on it is uh... – well, I, I was also watching the apps, uh, much like James here. But uh, from what I was watching, when I was watching, like, highlights and just tape on it, uh, if the Warriors play like that fourth quarter and the Celtics play like that fourth quarter, it'll be a quick series. Uh, they were lights out defensively. Didn't give the Warriors anything. Um, and they were just hot. And Horford, in that last four minutes, man, he took – over and for him to be doing that at this point in his career in his first finals is absolutely insane yeah 15 years and no nba finals i'm being on all those good celtics teams and jumping around and then coming back to the celtics like is crazy to think when you actually like look at al horford's career as a whole (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he was on those Hawks teams that had all five All-Stars people. Uh, Mm -hmm. And, like, granted, he had to go through the heat at that time. So that that was a difficulty there. But, like, I saw a stat that popped up, something about, like, the Warriors had 120 games, uh, NBA Finals games, and nobody on the Celtics had any. Mm -hmm. That was absolutely insane. And White, oh, my God, he went crazy. Like, if if it was the first three quarters, you'd think it could be a quick sweep for the Warriors. And if it's just the fourth quarter, you'd be like, the Celtics are absolutely the better team here. I don't know what was happening in that game. It was like you hear the story of two halves, but like that was that was an insane fourth quarter. And some of the plays that were done in the third quarter, Marcus Smart did our around the back layup. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was that's some confidence right that there. That was incredible to watch. And I I got to respect it. Yeah, I don't think the Warriors have any cause for concern just because like it literally took the Celtics having a historic fourth quarter like something that's never been done. I think they made like nine threes in a row to close a 12-point lead to end up taking the lead by double digits and then winning by double digits like 
that's not going to happen every night. They're not going to have like an 85% shooting in the fourth quarter and get 40 points in the fourth quarter every night. Like the Warriors were in control the whole game and the Celtics just kind of took over in the fourth. And that was basically it. <laughs> like it just, I guess, what's the analogy? Once it go, once one goes in, it goes in for everybody's contagious. And uh, it was kind of just like a big open well, no matter where they shot it from, it was going in and you just kind of knew the Celtics were taking game one. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I don't know. Tatum's shot kind of looked off all night, to be honest, too. Uh, it it looked like he wasn't comfortable shooting at certain points. I was almost wondering if he tweaked something or something at some point because his jump shot looked different than usual. Like, I, mm. I, I don't want to speculate on any of that, but, like, it whether it's comfortability or something like rising to the occasion type deal, something just appeared different than normal with his jump shot like there was a different uh kink in it um but i mean he gets that figured out and he plays better like they won that game with him not really playing that well offensively Uh, Mm um granted horford took over like i was saying that because they were tied i want to say at like 103 and horford took they were tied at 103 and i think horford scored the next like scored or assisted on the next like 10 points I want to say. Yeah, it was definitely a a sight to behold just to watch, like, the Warriors have this comfortable lead and then it's just gone, and it literally was, like, in, like, three minutes or four at most. But uh, I think – I don't think either of us are going to say the Celtics are going to win the series still. Not yet, anyways. Um with my uh, Warriors and five pick, that's four straight. But you know what? Gotta 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 stay strong. <laughs> the Warriors yeah, I'm, were I'm really playing well until that fourth. Yeah, that fourth quarter was also like probably the greatest fourth quarter in the NBA Finals ever. Yeah, but not even like only offensively like you talked about the shooting that defense was like lights out in the fourth yeah but like, they were all missing a... open shots too the warriors were yeah. missing bad shots but yeah. the Celtics were getting rebounds and that then that's what made it like they weren't getting second chance that's fair yeah but i wanted to try something new uh, a little segment that uh, i wanted to call a uh, blindside uh, where each week or each podcast, one of us comes up with a topic that neither of the other two know about. Uh, and this week, I have a topic I wanted to discuss with you guys. Uh, so, did you guys see that uh, Aaron Donald was contemplating retiring if he didn't get his uh, contract? Yeah, I did. Can you can you guys hear me? Yeah. Hear me all right? Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I saw that though. So, if, hypothetically, if Aaron Donald retired tomorrow, where does he rank as the greatest defensive player of all time, in your opinion? And we can we can start with James here. Uh, as far as all time goes, I mean he he's got high sack numbers. Um, I mean he's not high high enough to be. I don't think in like a top 10, 
but he he's up there in in that range though I would say um cuz he's got he's got close to 100 sacks I know that and 98 98 <laughs> and yeah that's not even I mean close to being top 20 um you know he he's got to be at least a couple more Uh-oh. Did, Did you go back game? to Walmart? Every <laughs> <laughs> no, time my screen blacks out, it doesn't want to keep listening to me, apparently. Um, but he's got a couple more seasons before he's up there in sacks. But at the same time, you know, he watching him play over the years, he is just extremely dominant on the field, you know, whether he's getting sacks or not. You know, it's not just the pass game with him. It's the run game. You know, he's just all around a great player. Um, so I think he, if he retired today, there would definitely be a debate on if he's a top 10 D lineman of all time. Because, I mean, do you call him an edge rusher? Do you call him just a D lineman? You know what I mean? Because he, pl- he plays all over the place. What do you think, Joe? Wait, before Joe jumps in, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in. Uh I'm gonna tell you right now, James, you are on a stranded island by yourself. <laughs> I'm what? You're on a stranded island by yourself when it comes to Aaron Donald. What are you guys thinking? <laughs> uh I'll just I'll just tell you that I know I know Joe and me are on the same page or a similar page for sure. But uh to to just uh, put in perspective, he's been Aaron Donald's been in the league. What this is his ninth season coming up. Something he like won, that. He won Defensive Player of the Year three years in a row, two years in a row. Three. I he, think. Had, he had a, a twenty sack season as a defensive tackle, which is unheard of. He has made the Pro Bowl every year. I know the Pro Bowl doesn't have as much merit as it used to, uh, but uh, still he has made the. He has. He's been All Pro ever, even as a rookie. Like he has the resume, and uh, there, the debate isn't going to be top ten. It's going to be a lot higher than that, and uh, I'll let uh, Joe give his side now. Um. Aaron Donald is absolutely the greatest and best defensive player I have ever witnessed. Um, the The discussion would be in terms of greatness between him and Lawrence Taylor, in my opinion. Uh, there, there's just something special about Aaron Donald, man. the The way he plays is just absolutely insane. Um, greatness is hard to quantify for me because it's all about longevity. It's hard to do with active players. Um, but I, I think that it is between him and Lawrence Taylor. And honestly, I think I'd put him above Lawrence Taylor. Uh, that it's really hard to say, and it's might be crazy, but I'm going, I haven't really seen Lawrence Taylor play. Like I didn't see it in person. Like I've seen highlights and all that, but like, you, you just see – like, you can see in the games, like, how much of an impact Donald has, even on plays where he doesn't do hardly anything. He's just – he's affecting the game in such an insane way. Like, uh, I've I've said several times that Aaron Donald's the best player to be playing today 
in the past five seasons, like take positional value out of it. He's the best player in the NFL. And it's, it's not really close. Like Patrick Mahomes. Great. Yeah, sure. But Aaron Donald, they're like playing at D line, playing three, four D end or D tackle on a four, three, like to do the things that he does is absolutely phenomenal. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I absolutely agree with everything you guys said. Um, and that's what I was kind of coming around to there at the end, you know, about the debate discussion. Um, you know, like I was saying, he is extremely dominant player, you know, wh- whether we're anywhere he's at. And I was just kind of throwing that top 10 out there because, I mean, there's going to be a lot of people debating other people because of their team, all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I, I completely agree with you guys. I mean, he's he's been the best player in the NFL, hands down. Con- I mean, there's not many people that would disagree with that statement. But, yeah, I, I completely agree with you guys. I'm just not fully committed to calling him top three, top two. You know, he, he's definitely up in that, in that debate, um, but I'm not committed to putting him that high yet. That's fair. Like I said, another season or two under his belt, I, I think he's definitely in that discussion to be best of all time. What do you think, James? Tooth. Uh oh, did we lose Tooth now? We may have. Well, that's awful because he's the one hosting this. I'm here. There he is. <laughs> Wait, he was I really? You guys really couldn't hear me? No. No. I don't know why. Because, like, obviously, if I, if I'm gone, then like it's not recording. So yep. apparently, I'm gonna have some blank spots to chip out. That's fine. Um, I was just going to say, in comparison, you guys know T.J. Watt had the incredible year last year. Right. A 22 and a half sacks, which tied the record. Let's be so, real. He should have gotten the record, but yeah. Well, he also did it in, what was it, 14? 15, 15, 15 games? 15. Yeah. Um, but which is still phenomenal. That's great. Um, and uh, so in the last two seasons – for as a what would you call him an edge rusher, outside linebacker, defensive and hybrid like a like a Demarcus Ware, TJ Watt. I mean, you yeah. can just call him an edge rusher. At honestly, yeah. Okay, so in the last two seasons, TJ Watt has thirty-seven and a half sacks. Do either of you know how many Aaron Donald has from getting double teamed and triple teamed just about every play for the last two seasons? Uh, I'm going to say roughly 40. Uh, yeah. That's a lot. You think you got uh, 20 a season? I, I mean, realistically, I'm going like 18, but like roughly. You said the last two seasons? Just the last two seasons. TJ Watt has 37 and a half. Do you care to guess where Aaron Donald is? I'm guessing 37 and a half. I'd, I'd 40? I don't know. What is it? Well, but, like that would be incredible, but he's at 26. So it's 12 less than a guy who 
is usually beating one-on-ones pass rushing at inopportune or at opportune times as mm-hmm. opposed to uh, as opposed to uh, like Donald Donald goes obviously he doesn't rush every time because he does play the run uh, but uh, yeah so he's only 12 less sacks from a double team triple team from a guy who's literally just going one-on-one usually against a tight end or he's getting chipped by a tackle with a running back to try to slow him down. No, let's be real. He's probably getting a tackle on him and he's getting chipped by a tight end. Like you, you don't line up tight end up on no, like, that'd, uh, but be, the, that'd be poor blocking assignment by the other coaches. Like, well, yeah, but that you, they can put TJ Watt like strategically, whichever side. Yes. Aaron they Donald can, is predominantly just, the- there <laughs> the quarterback can adjust their their pass pro for mm-hmm. where tj watt is like yes how he how he can where he can line up yeah that's completely fair but also like you're taking into account that the offense can't do anything to counteract it and the offense can yeah but they can't do anything to counter Aaron Donald. <laughs> they, well, <laughs> they I mean, try in their style of defense they're, they're, he's gonna get a center and a guard on him while pass rushing oh, yeah yeah but yeah, no. My 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 point was that like, uh, I would like we called uh, T.J. Watt an edge rusher, so he gets uh, I don't know. It's when when you're the edge rusher, it's more more speed and finesse than it is strength. Like your Dwight Freenies or your D wears with the spin move or the swim move, or even the if you want to go old school, the Deacon Jones with the head slap. <laughs> it's more finesse than it is pure strength. And even with that, uh, I don't know if you guys saw my post uh, two or three weeks ago on TikTok about the, the the most quarterback pressures in the last two seasons. And Aaron Donald is 40 or 50 higher than second place. Yeah. And 70 or 80 higher than TJ. Yeah. Well, before, before TJ can even be put in Donald's, conversation he needs to pass up his brother let's be real here all right and with that we'll just move on to my next thing um so you guys know i'm doing my all-time teams on tiktok right yes yeah they are absolutely incredible i might add too sometimes (laughs) if you read some of the comments a lot of people don't don't necessarily like them or they don't always agree but that's fine i always say that's fine i like all the comments and uh, I, i enjoy a nice debate um so a couple weeks ago Actually, it was probably about two weeks ago. I did the New York Giants video. Did you guys? Uh, did you guys see that one? I'm pretty sure I did. Did either of you see the one that I posted about the Giants today? Some about you claiming that you got them verified. Facts. So yeah, they weren't verified two weeks ago when I did the all-time team, but they're verified now. So, um, is it fair that I take credit for that? Causation and correlation. Is it fair that you take credit for it? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm they taking credit for it. Post. No, they didn't, but they're verified after I had that post when I said that they're not verified. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I see what you mean. Yeah, I would take credit for that. Hell yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm 100% taking credit for it. I'm not, I'm, like, I'm not going to not take credit for it. I mean, you contributed to the cause. Yeah. 100%, no doubt about that. All right, and oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> what? Causation and correlation, boys. Nope, it's all me. 
You're outnumbered, Joe. Two Jameses, uh, two yeses. Yeah. You're, you're outnumbered. <laughs> Gene, causation and correlation, boys. <laughs> oh, so, and I also, uh, I come to the realization that Tom Brady is not the GOAT. Uh, Tampa Tom is. Tampa Tom is the GOAT. Tampa Tom is the GOAT. Tom Brady is not. Go on. Yeah, elaborate. I want to hear what, what more you have to say about that. So uh, he won six rings in New England, and everybody hated him, right? He goes down to Tampa. Now he's hitting eagles from uh, 100-plus yards away on TikTok. He's doing trendy uh, transitional videos. The trash uh, he, talk is phenomenal. He's, he's Yes, and he's drunk throwing the Lombardi to Gronk after they win the Super Bowl in Tampa. Like, Tampa Tom is just next level. <laughs> I mean, I, I completely agree. He is a much more lovable character outside of New England and in Tampa Bay. And he, I mean, now that he's really more exposed, especially on social media and, you know, on, you know, with the Super Bowl parade and him putting more of himself out there, people love it, you know, and, and he's great at everything. Um, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I, Guess I kind of agree with you. Tampa Tom is the goat because he's a very lovable person to where he was Darth Vader, or in a way, you know, they they were the the bad guys in uh, Patriots. Now I I feel like there's a lot of people rooting for Tom now. So I mean I, I see what you're saying that, with that. No, I've always said that I like Tom Brady off the field, but I hate him on. <laughs> <laughs> You're you're just holding to it. You don't like the character. I mean, not necessarily a character. I think it's it's him. No, I'm I'm honestly, saying I like there, him you know? off it. Oh, I like Tom Brady off the field. On it. Yeah, Tom Brady off the field's great. He's hilarious. He's comical. I love him. But the second he puts that helmet on, I don't like the dude. <laughs> well. I thought he was a great person to stand behind once the playoffs came around being a Broncos fan the last several years where we were clearly not in there and didn't really have a chance for most of the season. Um, I, I loved watching Tom Brady and I found myself starting to root for him while watching him. I'm not going to lie, but as long as he's not playing the Broncos, I, I think I'm going to be rooting for Tom Brady. Oh, geez. Get you on that TB12 method. Uh, you know, it might might be a good idea. Avocado I'm not toast. Looking too good right now. <laughs> Just <laughs> eat everything avocado. You'll be good. Hopefully, nothing happens because I accidentally pulled down on my screen and went okay. It went away. I thought it was about to refresh and I was going to get kicked <laughs> out or something. And I, I just want to go full circle. Um, everybody knows that the Giants own Brady. And because the I got Broncos the Giants verified, Brady, what? because I got the Giants verified, I own the Giants, and the Giants own Brady, so I own Brady. The Broncos no, own Brady, Brady? What? I, I the Broncos do own Brady too. Yeah, but they're not in the Super Bowl. The Broncos can't like have never played Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and yeah, because they, they don't Bay, want to. There, there's been no. They don't want to. What do you mean they don't want to? What are you saying? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That the Broncos love to don't play want. Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Not yeah. in the playoffs. Well, we can't yeah, play in the playoffs. We're why can't we? Well, why I mean, wouldn't we? Because you already did. 
<laughs> I, we got past them. Tom Brock Brady Osweiler. has a losing record against the Broncos. Osweiler owns t- Tom Brady. But what about in the playoffs? Still, mine all. <laughs> no, just in the playoffs. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, let's just you know, let's just. I don't get what you're trying to say right now. Let's I hear just get a lot of Mac talk from a Cowboys fan right now. Let's just get off of Tom. I don't want to get off Tom. That's a beautiful human being. Let's keep talking about him all day because he has an immaculate chin, great smile. That dimple is amazing. (laughs) Why why is he such a good-looking man? He needs to stop. Uh, Red is being sus. I saw him vent. (laughs) (laughs) It's just not fair for a human being like him to be on Earth. He's not even close to Ryan Reynolds, but moving on. <laughs> All right. That's fair. You guys didn't watch the NBA finals. I didn't watch the NHL playoffs. So somebody right. tell me what happened. <laughs> well, the Avs completely destroyed the Oilers last night. And I don't think there's many other ways to put it. Um, watching that game, the Oilers had no rhythm the entire game. Puck control was horrendous. And I think they gave everything they had in that first game to try to keep up with the Avalanche. And the the difference between the Avalanche and the Oilers after game one, because the Avs let up six goals, and that, that should never happen. The difference between the Avs and the Oilers is the Avs, that was unprecedented. The Avs have played good defense all season, and they can adjust. The Oilers, that's who they are. Average defense, average goaltending, a team like the Avs who can skate with um, McDavid and Braunschweigel and Kel McCarr shuts down Connor McDavid right away in the first period, and he wasn't hurt of the rest of the game. And then, honestly, in the third period, they started playing extremely dirty. You could tell they were frustrated, and it looked like a JV team trying to play with a varsity team out there. Yeah, what do you I think, was... Joe? I was absolutely yelling, yelling, saying embarrass these people after they took their shots. That that Bowen Byron play. That I'm five still, on three, dude, I, w- I was yelling to score that goal. I'm, I'm still heated about that Bowen Byron play. Like, for a guy on the bench to rip off a guy on the ice's helmet, like, oh, oh. And then the guy wanna... on the ice is kind of holding – he's pinning him up against the board, so he has nowhere to go. You know, yeah, he, he's being completely assaulted, and then for him to get a to to get a penalty, I think that's wrong. Any man is throwing a punch in that situation. Yeah, yeah, no, that that I'm still heated. I want to embarrass them. For like, anybody that didn't see that, um, he was he got checked into the boards and went forward, you know, kind of over his waist over the boards, and he was pinned from behind by a defender. And the guy sitting on the bench grabbed his stick and pulled his helmet off and. Um, did I cut out there? Sorry. Um, no, you're good. All right, cool. And what's his name? I I'm completely blanking right now from the ad. He, he threw a punch, and uh, I mean, I, honestly, that that should have been fair in that situation. I only think I think the ad should have got a power play. Absolutely. That that play was the whole reason. I was like, we need to embarrass him. I don't mm-hmm. care if it's. I don't care if it's 50 to zero embarrass them. Well, and that's why I think 
because they were playing like that, especially at the end of that game, absolutely classless. I think yeah. the Avs are going to go out there and embarrass him again tomorrow night. Oh, and I love seeing Kadri. Like, he, what, another three-point game for him? In the second period. Yeah, three-point game for him. He had the, the, the racial issues on Twitter in the last right. series, and I'm just like, this dude, how he's playing in these playoffs, he's absolutely insane right now. Well, in the uh, game after all that happened, he went out there and put a hat trick up. Yep. Like, he was yep. he was fueled up as soon as that happened. And the Avs have been rallying um, behind, uh, behind Frankie. You know, with mm-hmm. Frankie on the ice, the Avs seem to really be rallying. And, you know, honestly, Darcy Kemper, he, he's been injured. You know, that, he took that eye injury again in the last series, um, which was extremely unfortunate and a r- rare occurrence for that to happen. But I think he's still really affecting, being affected by it. And what I'm hearing here in Colorado on local sports media is when he turns his head one way, both of his eyes stay open. I believe it was to the right. When he turns his head to the left, his right eye closes from what they were saying from morning skate. So I'm thinking everybody out there here in Colorado is thinking that there's a lingering effect from this injury going on. And because, I mean, a guy like Darcy Kemper, you're not going to get to this point in the playoffs and just pull yourself because you you can't handle the moment. You know, that's just not going to, you know, he's a professional athlete. You know, I I just feel like that doesn't happen very often, if if at all, in that at that point in your career. Yeah. Um, So I think he is he's it's a lingering injury. I don't think it has anything to do with his confidence or mental health, anything like that. Like there's been a lot of speculation about, and we should just keep riding with who we got. And, and the kid from the, from the Eagles who I can never remember his name, the backup goalie right now is very serviceable when he's played throughout the season. He had a couple, he had a few games here and there. He played very well. So I'm confident in, in what we have, especially our depth at goaltender. Yeah, I, I just really don't like it. Like Byram's like a young player, and like I'm worried about them playing dirty, somebody taking shots again. Like I, I hate the classlessness of this playoffs right now. Like I, I was saying to, I don't even remember who I was saying it to, that like I, I wish goons were still a thing. I was like, I was. I may have been partaking in in drinking uh, the sauce last night, and may have been pretty <laughs> fired up and said, "Put put me on the ice. I'll be the goon. I'll go for it." Like, Sign me up, coach. To, put me in, I, coach. I'm just like, I'm just like, somebody needs to step in because like we got a very young team, and like the I just because Byram was what a year younger than Kale. Yeah. I, I believe think. so. I think you're correct. And Kale's only like 23-ish? Yeah, the, the team is extremely young. Yeah, so I'm I'm just like I I I I'm not a fan of like pinning one guy up against the wall and another guy taking a shot at him. Like No, not at all. The, and there there is like they were doing I, I, that. I forget his name um from the Avs roster. But they they do have a couple guys that have 
some toughness that I think they should put on the ice early. Okay. And and prove a point, not to mess yeah. around with us like that. Or, yeah. I mean, if they want to play like that, go put up 10 goals on them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was honestly surprised, like, EJ didn't come out after that, one of the vets. But, yeah. I don't know. I just – I if they were doing that in Colorado, I'm like, what are they going to do on home ice? You know? Like, what are they going to try to get away with? Yeah. I mean – yeah, I mean, I completely agree. They're they're definitely going to try to play a little bit more dirty on their own home ice because, like you said, they probably can get away with more on their home ice. You know, the fans when they see something happen aren't going to be screaming out "boo." You know, they're they're mm-hmm. just going to let it happen. <laughs> you know, they're not gonna, mm-hmm. the fans aren't going to help the refs out at all. And uh, but yeah, I mean, I I agree. I, what what can happen, and you just hope that someone doesn't take a cheap shot on, on anybody and, and seriously hurt them, you know, cause play, playing the way they were playing, I mean, you know, cross-checking from behind, you know, getting guys head first into the boards. I mean, you could seriously hurt someone like that. And you know, there was a couple of instances where people had to jump over each other cause that was happening. And, you know, you, you catch one of those blades in the wrong spot and, you know, you're talking about a real serious situation. You know, we saw yeah. it in, in, We've seen it a few times throughout NHL history. You know, once with the um, the Buffalo Sabres goaltender. You know, he got his neck sliced wide, wide open. And the crazy part about it is he came back in that game. <laughs> yeah. Hockey yeah. players are psychos. Yeah, that's fair. But, that like, completely if, true. If, it, if it was the final series, too, like, then I'd be like, you know, whatever. But, like, if they're doing this shit and – all of a sudden, like it costs us the stay in the cup in the next series because we don't have the depth. Like with how they were playing, I, I wouldn't have been surprised if like three injuries happened, you know, and then it ends up costing you the next series because of all those dirty shots. I'm like, just just don't be doing that. Like if it was my team doing that too, I'd be like, come on, show some class. Like, right, have some respect for the other team on the ice, you know. I know you're frustrated, but that's not the way to take it out. You know, you, you got to respect each other out there. You know, you're all in the same position, you know, on the ice, professional hockey players in the Western conference finals, like show some class, show some respect. Yeah. Well, I hate to, I hate to jump in, but I got to ask the question that everyone else is wondering. Is this going to like, light the fire in the abs to where I have to become an abs fan because they win the finals? Yes. The abs re- are completely 100% bought in right now. I don't think I'm going to be real honest, though. The Rangers are playing really tough. Yeah, they've been playing very well. What if they put up four or five goals in every game as well in the uh, Eastern Conference Finals? They won day 3-2. to two. They're up 2-0. But, uh... Yeah, the Rangers are playing real tough. Rangers have been tough all year. So I, I think that would be a good series too. Still Tampa Bay – like Tampa Bay still stands a ch- chance. They're still a tough team. Edmonton still even really stands a chance. Like they still got McDavid, uh, best player in the world right now. Uh, so McKinnon, I'm not like counting it counting McKinnon's it out. McKinnon's arguably second best though. That That's fair. <laughs> but McDavid is just 
McDavid worries me. McDavid's like Donald, like we were talking about earlier. I'm just like, I'm never going to be surprised. And, and the chemistry between him and Bronschidel is real. You know, when, when they're yeah. both on the ice, it, it is pretty scary. You know, if they can pick yeah. up rhythm, you know, the, the fortunate part with the Avs last game, I think, is what really threw McDavid off is right away in the first period, Cole McCarr was hip to hip with him everywhere he went. Every time he had the puck, it was poke checked. He was stick checked. Something happened where he couldn't get through, especially up the middle. They would not let him get through up the middle. And I think they really game planned against it. Cause like I said, I think they gave everything they had in the first game and the, the abs know exactly what's going to come at them. But I, I do agree. I mean, the Eastern, the Eastern conference finals have two teams that could go on and win the Stanley cup as well. You know, great defensive teams. They can score, you know, they're very similar teams to the abs. So either one that gets through, it's going to be a, a good series, but I think tooth is going to be an abs fan by the end of the end of the Stanley cup finals. Going all in. Hundred percent. I've I've been watching the Avs. I'm sure just like Joe for a very long time, and I've never seen this team bought in the way they are right now. And with just the chemistry on the ice, I mean, I, I don't know how else to say it. It's it's like watching a ballet. It's just beautiful. You know, they had a, a textbook cross ice pass, wrist shot right underneath, or slap shot or wrist shot. I can't remember exactly. Right underneath the goalie's pad you know it's it's training tape is what you're seeing out there it, it's it's beautiful mm-hmm. but yeah that's Tooth is going to be a abs fan thanks Locked for in. the insight uh, you know i'm gonna have to get an abs jersey um uh, but i do <laughs> sweater yes yeah they're sweaters i mean that's okay what see you guys are teaching me so much. Um, <laughs> you so they have hockey pucks. They wear helmets. There was a yeah. <laughs> I, I, shut up. Thank you. So there was baseball news. Did you guys see it? I mean, it's not. I don't think it's a big deal. But I'll let you guys decide. Big deal, no deal, or who the hell cares? Joe Girardi was fired by the Phillies. Really? Uh, I did not see that. I didn't see that. But honestly the way that I view baseball at this moment in time, I honestly do not care. You live in Colorado. It makes sense. Uh, <laughs> well, I'll elaborate on it a little. I'll, I'll just real briefly elaborate on it. The Rockies owner told the nation after he traded Nolan Arenado and paid the Cardinals to take him, he told the nation, the United States of America, that all he cares about is selling beer and getting people to his party deck that he built. All he cares about is making profit. And I cannot support an organization that only cares about making money. Put at least put a good a decent product on the field. You know, yeah. But they don't want to spend any money. All they want to do is sell beer and get this fly by night typical Colorado fan like Joe was referring to to show up, buy a ticket and go party. Because that's honestly what most fans do, or most people. I, I I don't know. Most of them probably aren't honestly fans because there's a lot of transplants here. Most people go to the stadium to party, and but and they know that, and and they're leaning right into it. Which, if I'm an owner, I don't necessarily blame them, but why wouldn't you want to put a good product on the field to get more people there, buying beer, buying, yep, food, and- buying everything. 
I, I did make the joke, and it's because I'm a Cardinals fan who got paid to take Aaron Otto, but there's nothing like Rocktober. Like, Rocktober was insane. Like, there should be a doc series on it. Like, the Colorado Rockies are my second favorite baseball team. Like, I, I do root for them as well when they're not playing the Cardinals. It, they're, they're awesome. But, yeah, I, I definitely had to make the dig there. Uh, but – but it's it, not it wrong. Is, I mean, there's there's a hundred percent truth behind it. It's it, it's bad. It is because they like I don't know why like letting story go and all that. Like if you're just gonna let story walk, like trade him. Like you you need dude, to trade him. You, those teams with Arenado, Story, DJ Lemayhu, those teams were incredible. Uh, Charlie Blackman was playing great. You know they just mm-hmm. they needed to just kind of tie it all together. They had so much talent and potential for a few years and they just always just came up just a little bit short. You know, they play with against the Dodgers every year, which isn't an, an excuse, but you know, they play in a, a relatively tough division, but with all it's that talent that they baseball. Had, absolutely. With all the talent they had though, they should be able to I mean, they made it to the play-in game a couple times. You know, you you got to I I think maybe that that's what made the ownership give up is they just didn't think they could do it. I don't know. It's just, it's an unusual thing to hear an organization say. I think the biggest problem that the Rockies always face in baseball is that uh, they, they aren't attractive to pitching free agents because it's Colorado. No, one and, and then they, they haven't had the best of luck in drafting pitching. Uh, so I, I think, like, sad to say, but I think that's going to be an ultimate downfall forever is but, until they draft a good pitcher. I don't know how far they can ever make it uh, because think of, a like, a bad or an average at best rotation winning the World Series. How often does that happen? Not very often at all. I mean, you, you've seen it a couple times. Um, but you've also seen a couple very average quarterbacks win the Super Bowl, you know, so it's just rare to happen. Um, and, but yeah, I, I completely agree with, with what you're saying. I mean, the Broncos won the Super Bowl with a very average quarterback. Below average. Peyton was below average that season. And I will admit it. Was, I love Peyton. I will, I will too. That was and really bad. Like I said, <laughs> it's very rare for that to happen. It, usually it's the elite quarterbacks winning. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. how many times can you even think of that an average, let's just say average quarterback? Now we won't even go below average. Average quarterbacks have won a, won a Super Bowl in in Joe modern Flacco. era, right? Joe Flacco, but he you had like one of the greatest postseasons ever, right? Yeah. He he put up. You know, you could you could Eli, Eli did it twice. That. Eli's the most average no. quarterback ever. <laughs> no. Honestly, no. weren't weren't honestly that great either. <laughs> the most average quarterback ever is Andy Dalton, and I will never be convinced otherwise. Literally, Eli's record is five hundred. You know, that's I the definition of average. The true goat of the NFL actually just retired the other day in Ryan Fitzpatrick, and I don't know if you guys can agree with that, but Tampa Fitzpatrick may be the goat of all time, and it might just Magic retired. Yeah, you did. You didn't see that. A couple days no. ago, was it yesterday? Why didn't, 
Well, then we failed the listeners because that should have opened the podcast. Thanks a lot, James. Well, I'm sorry. Alex Mack (laughs) also retired today. Swaggy Miss Pad. Swaggy Miss Matt. It's magic. No. But there's got to be something in the water in Tampa Bay, man. They just bring it out of of everybody, especially quarterbacks. It's tequila. (laughs) What What did they do wrong with Jameson? The lobster. Was he not? Was he not drinking the water? No, he was eating W's on his fingers afterwards. He couldn't see it. Orleans. But yeah, he he couldn't see it, and he was just stealing lobsters. He wasn't drinking any water. All right. On 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 that note, with the the Jameis Winston shade, um, I think I think that's pretty good. Uh, pretty good talk we had with the boys. Uh, what do you guys think of the Blindside segment? You guys like it? I did like yeah. it. I thought that was a lot of fun. So uh, for next pod, uh, you guys can uh, just rock, paper, scissors for it. Right now, go. Great podcast listening right now. They can't see anything. Yeah, we I, can't I put, see each other. I'm guessing that I'm guessing that Joe picked paper and uh, James picked rock. Am I right? I picked cockroach. I, I picked rock. Cockroach so you. Yeah, but a rock literally smashes a cockroach. So, Joe, you get to pick the next blindside topic. But um, we be bombarded by millions and millions of other cockroaches. Yeah, but Joe smashed threw, by more and more rocks. You know, See, Joe Joe chose the, no. the the rock, like Dwayne the Rock. Dwayne so, the Rock Johnson. <laughs> so yeah, I you lose. Reference them with the millions and millions. <laughs> uh well um and uh since joe is getting the blind side uh segment next week uh james pick a random emoji um if there was a sandra bullock emoji i would definitely pick it but there's unfortunately not so we will go with the winky face emoji because it's one of my favorites which one just just the smirk just a smile no, you got to throw the little kissy in there. Okay, kissy the winky, winky face. the the wink kissy face. So, uh, the kissy winky face, whichever way you want to say it. Uh, the first you person to comment on TikTok, how you properly refer to that emoji, the winky yeah. kissy face. Yeah, and the first one to just comment that on any videos, no context whatsoever, just the winky kissy face. You can uh, pick a topic on the next pod. We'll follow like, you so we can DM you like as it. well. You have to be following us already, though. So if you just comment it and you're not following us, you're disqualified. You know what, boys? I don't think a single one of us let off a swear word tonight. I, I know. Oh, Joe, quarter, quarter. I like the honesty, Joe. You know what, Joe? Because you were so honest, I think we can just, you know, reprieve that. And I think everyone will forgive you because of the honesty that you showed here today. It, it was most definitely at the Bowen Byram stuff. Because I got real heated. <laughs> so honestly, I I, I forgive I, you, Joe. I said that without even actually knowing honestly if I swore or not. Because I well, I'll have. let you know when I listen listen back to it. Because <laughs> that's the <laughs> person I am. I probably did slip at least one out there, but I don't think well, I did. I know I who did. Might have done well. I didn't. I know I didn't for sure. One hundred percent. I did not. So uh, with you. that be with that being said. Uh, Warriors take game two? Absolutely.
I think so. I think so. They're going to bounce back hard. All right. So we're all in a grain scandal. See, we're so boring. I want to argue. You know what? So, uh, wrong again, because tooth is, you know, like he said, he rooted hey. against the Celtics all playoffs and then he's still doing it. So the, the Celtics are probably going to win. Hey. I'll, I, I'll be I real against Celtics them. are winning game three. I don't care. All right. So I can see it. I'm, I'm just, going, I'm just, I'm going Warrior Celtics. Give me well, a score. I, go, I, go I, all in. Give me a score. On which forget. game? Game three. Game three. I'm going 107 to 99. Ooh. Not even, right, well, not even three figures. Well, we'll uh we'll revisit that uh when that happens just to we have I'm it on audio. It's on audio, Joe. It's fine. I I know, but I'm gonna forget. Well so, when you when you listen through this after it's posted, just clip it and post it on TikTok so the world knows. Just that I'm one scared. part. You ain't scared? Never scared. All right. All right. Well that's that's I think I think that's a that's a good follow up. That's a good number two. Everyone loves a good number two. Everybody, <laughs> this Especially one wasn't as stressful as, as some. This kind of flowed nicely. It was a good number two, it wasn't a solid number two or a really hard number two. It just kind of you know went through the motions. Still, still, still good though. <laughs> yeah, can't complain, you know. Well, it was it was nice to you know stay up late with the boys and chit chat with the boys. James, jealous of my Russell Wilson? Yes, I am 100% jealous of your Russell Wilson. Um, I can't be too mad though because I haven't been playing a lot of mutt lately. I play a lot of a lot more SSKO, so I haven't been, really been trying to get coins to buy that last card. But I have the '98 card or '97. I think he with my chemistry is up to '98. But I'm extremely jealous. And if I were a hacker, I would steal him from you. Be completely get him yourself. <laughs> I'm trying, man. I'm Just pretty sure really Joe bad. got him because he saw you playing it, and he's like, you know what? I'm gonna get it first. You know what? Screw this guy. I'm gonna <laughs> show, I'm gonna prove my dominance of the 29 year old age and go uh, and get Russell Wilson. <laughs> but see, like you have a theme with your team. My team's not themed. Oh, I got all 50. I got plus two speed, acceleration, whole nine yards. I got all yes. 50. My team's incredible. I got a 99. Do you have the 99 Tom Brady fan appreciation? New, new. All right. All right, all right, we're getting way off topic. This sounds like um, something that you guys can like blow up our Snapchat with. Um, <laughs> Wait to interrupt, Tooth. That was extremely rude. I don't care. That was an engaging conversation. I'm sure. Uh, an engaging conversation after we literally already said it was fun hanging <laughs> with the boys. We had to keep going. Yeah, we can't just stop. All right, awesome. Like I'm just going to cut us off there. And we wanted to get everything out smoothly. All right, T-Vote. Should I just cut off the podcast in the middle of James top- talking? I'm done. Say aye. <laughs> aye. This so is James, exactly wh- why we're idiots, though. What's up, Tooth? Uh, uh, give me give me your uh, funniest joke right now. Funniest joke right now? Yeah, you can't just put me on the spot like that with the funniest joke. <laughs>